God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Wow. Let me tell you. Struggle bus, but, but God is faithful. Because let me tell you about the struggle bus with the audio. Set everything up the way we usually do. Sound not working the way it usually does. But we'll, we are still here and God is still faithful. And I hear the delegation still here. Dear says, we can hear you. They can hear me on YouTube. Ciao. How, listen, how are, how are y'all doing? What is going on in your world, in your life? What is 2020 doing to you that it needs to stop doing? Renee says we are back in action. Okay, listen. So as you all can see, I found a new corner in my house for my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook lives. And I'm just trying to mind my business. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to mind my business and give God the glory so that we can just do what we need to do. Tanil said 2020 is the ghetto. It is most certainly trying to be the ghetto. Sherelle Stanley says he definitely tried it. Listen, we tried. We tried to do all of the audio things. You know, Shanice and I are here. We, we're doing the best that we can, but it's not working. So you know what I said? I'll go live on my laptop. I'll go live on my phone. And that is just going to be what it's going to be. <sighs> okay. He says, happy belated birthday. Thank you, guys. My birthday was Friday. My husband took me on a little getaway. I did absolutely nothing. Be well, there's not a whole lot we can do in general, but I didn't do anything at home either. So I just stayed at the crib. I rested. Uh, we had a nice dinner and that's literally, I took a nap. Now, you know, your birthday has become sad when your gift is getting to take a nap in the middle of the day. How are you guys doing? What is happening in your coronavirus streets? Okay. What is happening in your racial unrest streets? What is happening since the last time we went live for the Woman Evolved, Woman Evolved podcast? I feel like everything that can be shaken has been shaken. And I just want to know what's happening. Somebody said, child tired. Portia says, 2020 makes you reinvent yourself. You know, I was talking to my father and we were just talking about how exhausting 2020 is right now. And you know what I told him? Part of the reason why I feel like it's so exhausting is because like you have to constantly create every moment of the day. Like you can't just get up and get out of the house anymore. You need to make sure you have your mask. You need to make sure you have your sanitizer. You need to make sure you have your gloves if necessary. And so the things that did not require creativity now requires creativity. And on top of just like having to navigate finances and children in a new creative way and stress. Okay. Stress. That's fine. Serena says, 2020 is stressing me and my nurse friends out. Serena, we appreciate you. 
because we can only imagine. Thank you guys for your sacrifice. Thank you for what you're doing so that we may be safe and just out here doing the best that we can. Oh my goodness. Lady J says, I found my biological father during this pandemic. You better. How has that been? Write us. Info at Woman Evolve. How did you handle that? We want to know what that is what that is like. Jaquita says, child, you minding your business, but the media been all up in the robber's business. I heard about the media all up in the robber's business, but God is still faithful. Isn't that all right? God is still faithful. Tamika Flowers says, I found me. Come on. What has, okay. So we already know the stress of 2020 and all of the things that 2020 has put us through and us just trying to navigate new norms. But have there been any unexpected gifts for you in 2020? Let's Flip the script on this. You know, instead of just coming and talking about all of the things that have been going all the way wrong, let's talk about some of the things that have been going well. Is, has anybody lost the pounds? Has anybody found some pounds? Has anyone gotten closer to God? I'm a soldier says, I found a church home. That's what's up. Uh, Dr. Lashana says, I earned, come on, I earned my doctorate and changed her username immediately because if I have it, it needs to be mine. Letitia says, I make candles now. Sherelle says, not minding my business, nor drinking water. Been turning up on, oh, citizen, oh, she's been turning up on some of the saints. I don't want to start no wars in the comments, but they've been turning up. Okay, someone says, I've lost 15 pounds. There's two people who said they've lost 15 pounds. I found them. You lost them, but I found them. But God is faithful. Uh, let's see. Lavelia was saying something. My, Come on. She says, it's giving me a chance to rebuild my business and develop a regular prayer time. Come on. So, you know, I think that one of the ways that we're going to survive this season together is by being intentional about looking at the gifts that, 20, that 2020 has brought us. Like, I feel like I am a much better leader than I was and have ever been throughout this pandemic. I feel like I am more in tune with myself and my emotions that I don't have as many things to distract myself with. So I really have to face myself. I feel like I'm more present with my girls. Our older kids usually travel with us, but our younger girls, because our schedule is so hectic, usually don't get to travel with us. And so I do feel like I've been able to spend more time with them. Mickey says, girl, I lost weight and had my first home builds. Come on now. Natoya says 2020 is shaping me. Okay. So some people have been drinking their water. Some people have been minding their business and some people have been losing weight. Dr. Lashana says, Oh, got a promotion and some more coins. Let me tell you something. I was reading this article where there are like two types of people during the pandemic pandemic. There are people who've been able to save because they aren't spending as much money as they usually do going out. And then there was another set of people and those set of people have been struggling more just because their work has dried up. And so, you know, I think one of the things we did at Woman Evolve where we like giving away a thousand dollars a week to women who had been affected by the pandemic. And so that was helping people. But I think we have to always be mindful that like amongst the gifts, there are some things that have been struggling. So kindness. I feel like kindness is everything. Kel says, I found a new church home that's preaching kingdom. Um, I, it scrolled up on me and I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. Okay. Uh, Brittany Hall says she gained a few pounds, but Brittany, you're pregnant. And so you're, you're, you don't, you know, you count, count, but you don't count, count. Erica says having my first baby next month and graduated with dual masters. So you guys, oh, Courtney Scott said tithing and learning to be obedient. Let me tell you something. 
Tithing has been one of my number one get downs always. But like whenever we're in times of crisis, I try to make sure that I am even more intentional about my giving and my tithing. This is not like one of those like religious things. Like if you don't, if that's not your jam, like this isn't me trying to convince you. This is just my way of saying that tithing for me is a part of my relationship with God. Because when stuff like this happens, Money becomes our God because, sis, it's gone. It's leaving. It's literally running right through my hands. And so instead of worshiping money to say, I want to break the power of money off of me by sowing it into the kingdom of God, sowing it into what God is doing in the earth, you got to find good ground. got to make sure that where you're sowing is, is teaching the God as you know it, that they're changing and transforming lives. But it's also my way of saying that at the end of the day, I am aligned with what God is doing in the earth. Every part of me, even my my finances are aligned with what God is doing in the earth. So that's me. If you guys have never tithed before, you definitely should have a personal conviction about it. This isn't one of those things that you just sign up to do because everybody told you you should do it. It's got to be you saying, you know what? I want to just try it. I just want to bring all of my life into alignment with God. And it has been a blessing for me. That's on you. Selena Green says, tithing is so real, so where you grow. Jasmine Hill says, Sissy Sarah back in the building. She back in the building. The devil tried to tried to stop my grind, but here I am anyway. You know what time it is. It's time for the Woman Evolved podcast. For those of you who are listening for the first time or you just log into this live and you have no idea what is happening, let me tell you, neither do we. And that's why we get together because when we get together, we don't know what is going to happen. This is my way of, of saying, girl... Ciao. Did you see what is happening in the world? How are you dealing with it? How are you processing it? This is how I am processing it. And together, hopefully, we come to a higher place of thought and connection. So if you're listening for the first time, I am not the host of this podcast. I am the co-host of this podcast. I am joined with my co-host, the delegation. The delegation are the people who really run this show. And I just, I'm just here to serve what they're doing in the earth, okay? Usually, they don't try to rescue people. They leave me out here with floaties trying to do the best that I can do and they don't help me but that's all right okay ciao I know we have been talking about some tough stuff on this podcast and I try to mix it in with a snack but sometimes we need a little bit more support than we can receive from the podcast alone if that's you I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor for today better help BetterHelp is an online counseling service that is available to you via phone. You can text. You can do video chats. Literally, your BetterHelp online counselor is there for you. You can connect with your professional counselor in safe and private online environments. It's so convenient. You can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. I know you're trying to save those coins, and sometimes we feel like we can't afford to get help, but sometimes the truth is we can't afford to not get help. That's why BetterHelp is proud to have financial aid available for those who qualify. Your licensed professional counselor specializes in depression, anxiety, sleeping, anger, self-esteem, stress, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, grief, literally whatever 
whatever you may be facing, there's a licensed professional counselor who's on standby who can help walk you through this. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Woman Evolve with Sarah Jakes Roberts listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code EVOLVE. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com evolve. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com evolve. So for those of you who don't know, we start off the show with Rescue Eve. (laughs) Crystal says we can hear you well. Transition. Let me tell you something. I am not going to be doing any ad transitions today. I'm not doing any ad transitions today. That means next week you might as well get your nerves ready because I'm going to be tap dancing on them with my transitions. But today I didn't get to write them and bridge them the way that I like to do. So I'm going to just record them after the show and then put them in. Okay, Jamie says, I've grown in every aspect of the word during this pandemic and God is good. No Rona babies for me. He's a keeper. I'm not married yet. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. Okay. Someone else said I look pretty. Next week, not only will I be transitioning into my ads in a way that gets on your nerves, what I'm also going to be doing is looking raggedy. I had to record. I did an interview today with OWN, and uh, they wasn't ready for the delegation me. The delegation me, usually, you know, I let y'all see my where I've been jacking up my life and my face. I've been, can someone help me stop picking at my face? If you have been delivered, this is what, come on together, okay? If you have been delivered from picking at your face, DM me and tell me how God did it in your life because I can't do it. I think I am Dr. Pimple. Is that the guy's name, Dr. Pimple? The moment something pops up on my face, I think I'm an esthetician, okay? And I just need you all to help me help myself in this season, okay? Next week, y'all gonna see me and y'all gonna see I got a big one right here that I just could not leave alone. And all the time I was messing with it, I was saying to myself, you need to leave it alone. Angela says, what are you picking at? Your face is flawless. Sis, this makeup right now is doing God's work. But when I take this makeup off, you want to see where my flesh has been weak. Okay. By the way, I just want y'all to know when the audio was messing up. See, if you're listening on the podcast, we went live earlier. My audio was messing up. I just want you to know that the delegation was calling me Teddy Riley. And this is why I don't fool with them. Because why would you say that I have a Teddy Riley anointing on my audio? I didn't didn't agree with it. I didn't like it. Okay, so Rescue Eve. Okay, how about this? Okay, come into alignment. Bring your grace. Put on your hat of grace and sympathy and empathy because it is time for Rescue Eve. Do you know what Rescue Eve is? Rescue Eve is when we take a moment and we say, you know what? I know why the world think that's messed up. I see it. But what does my God see when he looks at it? Okay, what could God be saying about this situation? I don't want to drag folks just because the world is dragging folks. I want to be able to look at it and stretch myself. And you know what? I've looked at this story from a few different angles because I know you're raggedy. Not you, the person listening beside you. You don't like to rescue people. And I knew when I saw this story and that I had to face you all here at the delegation, I knew that I was going to be in trouble because you don't know how to act. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there anyone who would like to help us rescue? I'm going to call him Jaw. Jaw. J-A-W. 
J-A-W, those initials. I'm going to let those initials sit down in your hearts a little bit. Remember, remember, remember before you just remember before you judge. Before you judge, I just want you to take a take a minute and think of your own sin. Think of your own sin, delegation. Think of your own sin. Jaw, does it jaw? Does anyone want to help with jaws? Maybe I won't even call them by their real name. Jaws, do do y'all want to rescue jaws? Okay. Um, someone said Jada and Will. We could put the A could be for and or it could be for August. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think we should rescue the word entanglement. Can I be honest? I know, you know, I could go for the Jada and August and the, and the wheel and we could try and rescue one of them. But can I say, I think the word entanglement should be rescued. Entanglement wasn't doing nothing but minding its business. OK, entanglement was sitting up in the dictionary. Ain't nobody used the word entanglement. Ain't nobody Googled the word entanglement. Everyone was just fine. And then here y'all come. With y'all's coming on, talking about entanglements. Entanglements, that ain't ain't me. That ain't me. Have you ever had somebody call your name and but they wasn't talking to you? That's what entanglement said. Can we please rescue the word? Can I tell y'all, I looked up the definition of the word entanglement. And this is why I think we should rescue it. Okay, I think we should send the private jet for the word entanglement. The word entanglement says the action or fact of entangling or being entangled. Okay, it says a complicated or compromising relationship or situation. I watched the Red Table Talk. It wasn't all that complicated. I think this is a misuse of the word entanglement. And I think that we should rescue the word entanglement, put it back in the dictionary where nobody was using it and go back to minding our business. Huh? Hmm? Natalie says, Pastor Sarah, we got to put some on the sick and shut-in list this week. No. Okay. Uh, Jocelyn Williams says, before you even say it, it's a no. All right. Um, Okay. Somebody says it wasn't complicated at all. Someone said, I agree. Let me tell you, I think this is what I think. You know what I think? I think that sometimes we are in a fantasy with what we think relationships are. And when we are met with a reality that goes against that fantasy, we don't know what to do with it. And we just dive right into it. They let us into their business and they didn't have to. They didn't have to. And and I think it's a lesson learned that relationships take more work than just taking pretty pictures and stuff. Huh? I don't know. Anybody? Anybody. Jasmine says that's a whole word. Bree says nobody was using that word. Bree says I'm saving her because I need grace too. Don't we all need it? Don't we all need grace? Can I just tell you, I think the biggest lesson that we can learn from this situation, I don't know that anybody was like idolizing their marriage, but I think that it is just a lesson on how complicated. She said something on the Red Table Talk that I really feel like is important for us to talk about. Okay, girl, can we talk about it for a minute? Like she said, I just wanted to be happy. Now, listen, that means that something had happened over the course of time where she ended up feeling like, you know what? I don't have it anymore. And I think that that is the devil we have to look out for in relationships. It's like we 
we end up just accepting, accepting, accepting until we are desperate for anything. And there is like a scripture in Proverbs, read the whole thing, you'll find it. And it says to a bitter, to a, to a something so even bitter fruit is good. Somebody Google that for me. I wish my husband was here. He does all of the things. Um, he finds all of the things for me. But yes, to a hungry soul, even a bitter, to a hungry soul, even bitter fruit is sweet. Something like that. Can someone find it for me? I'm a soldier says they all need to be entangled with Jesus. We all need Jesus. Ah, glory. Okay. Entanglement said I didn't have nothing to do with delegation. Can we rescue the word? Entanglement. Grace Turner says, rescue the word. Let it mind his business. You know, we may not be able to figure out any of the other things, but can we can we at least for a minute just rescue the word? Nia says, I'm on my way to rescue entanglement. See, I knew y'all weren't going to try and rescue nobody else because you're not ready yet. I could tell. I saw it in the comments before we even went live that the saints said, don't even try it because we're not going to do it. Tamara says, we need to rescue Jada because she could have laid Will's dirt on the table and send a private jet. Because let me tell you something. Y'all know that some of us have not been delivered to a point. Now, there's a word in that. Some of us have not been delivered to a point where we would just sit up there and own our stuff without dragging someone else. Can we talk? Can we testify for a minute? Why is it that when we are wrong, we can't just be wrong? We have to drag other people's wrong into it with us. Like I was wrong, but you was wrong too, as if that cancels out the wrong. God has been working on me with that because let me tell you, um, the other day my I was leaving my balcony and I left the door unlocked and my husband pulled me to the side and he was like, you need to make sure you lock the door. And I was like, well, my first thought in my head was, well, I've seen you leave the door unlocked before too. But you know what that was? Trying to justify my wrong. And I think that there is something to be said about being able, Proverbs 27, 7. Thank you, Carla Pittman. Thank you, Milandro, for putting that down in there for me. I think that there is something to be said about taking ownership of your own stuff without having to drag someone else's stuff in there. Hmm. Can you, are you all there yet? Cause, cause, cause you sit down in front of the whole world and say, this is what I did wrong, knowing that there was a list of things that that person did wrong to. Core Jakes Coleman says we should rescue entanglement for sure. Talk about it, sister. Let, let me tell you something. We have, Jada has low key. Now she, now I want to switch her over there to Hail Mary because there is something to be said about just taking ownership of your stuff and not dragging it. Reva says there were trauma bonds somewhere in the mix. For trauma, honey, marriage is a place where all your trauma bonds just come up and show up and unpack and say, hey, sis, how you doing? You're broken down on the inside of your soul. You didn't even know it until you got married. Jaleesa says, that's all I'm rescuing the word. The only thing, okay, so we will definitely rescue the word entanglement. But I do want to say, oh, self-discovery said pride. It is pride. It is pride that we couldn't just take it. Courtney says, I looked at it like entanglement, meaning bondage. Like she became in bondage with August spiritually in. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What I'm saying, though, is we can rescue the word. Natalie says we're going to work up to everything else. We'll work up to everything else. That's all right. We'll rescue the word. Sha says, are we rescuing Meg? I, th I thought about that too. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on out here. We will rescue the word entanglement. We will call you back on the other things. 
And that is that on that. The only thing I will say is that a lesson that we can learn from Jada in this season of our life. See, and now that I've said it, you're never going to be able to forget it. The next time you're wrong and the person who brings it up is also wrong. Can you own being wrong without bringing up their wrong? That's a bit, that's some big girl. That's some maturity that we don't even know that we ready to handle. Can you just sit in your wrong? Sit in your wrong. Ooh, that felt like something. Let me tell you why you need to sit in your wrong for a little bit. Because if you sit in your wrong for a little bit, then you'll be able to receive correction from a place of love. You'll understand that being wrong doesn't have anything to do with your worth or your value. I feel like a Yana when I said that because she raises her voice sometimes when she says things. But you can be wrong and still be right. You can do something wrong, but you are still right. I sound like a Yana. Can someone call own back and let them know that I am on my <laughs> I am on my way. Shani says, but she only said something because it was already put out. And I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying when it got put out, I would have put everything out. I wouldn't have just put me out. If it's out, then it's out. It's out season. Everybody finna be out then, okay? So let me see. Oh, Sharon says you are wrong right now. LOL. I'm just saying I felt that down in my spirit. Learn to sit in your wrong without your wrong being a part of your identity. Someone tag on in this podcast. I'm ready. Okay. Ashley says you preaching and don't even know what she know it. She know it. She know it. There's something to be said about that, but we'll we'll definitely rescue the word entanglement and let entanglement go back to the dictionary. Andrea said, can we talk about the song? I heard about the song. The podcast is only a limited amount of time and I couldn't squeeze it all in there. Okay. Karen says, Sarah, this has been my season of accountability, honey. It's so hard. I'm making it through. Can we talk about accountability? Accountability. Can we talk about it and how stressful it is to be woman enough and adult enough to own your wrong, apologize and still feel worthy and value and not have shame? Uh, I think if you come from a history where you experienced shame or you were running idea from this idea that you weren't good enough, then you have struggles owning your stuff. And I, you know, I'm doing a lot better because when my husband told me about the balcony, I was like, you're right. But then I looped back about a week later and I was like, let me tell you how God is working on me because you need to testify. You overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. I had to come back and tell my husband, you know what? I want you to know that petty me almost showed up in our marriage, but I suppressed her down. But I wanted him to know that there was growth there for me. He wouldn't have known had I not told him. Okay. Our tree says rescue SJR from trying to give us the word. Okay. I'll come back. I tell you what, my kids may not be able to make decisions on whether or not they can go back to school in person or do online distancing, but I will tell you one thing for sure. I will let them make decisions all day long about the science projects we're going to be doing at home. They are home. I am tired. We are stressed. They need something to do. And KiwiCo has saved the day. I've never seen something so cool for kids. You'll want to listen close if you have a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, or little cousin learning at home. If you think it's impossible to get a kid to put 
put down the cell phone or video game and do something that's good for their brain, you're wrong. It's possible. Let's take a second to talk about KiwiCo. It's a science and art subscription box for kids, tested by kids, and it's more fun than any game they can play. When we got our KiwiCo box to our house, Mackenzie hit the roof. Her and her dad sat down immediately and started working on their project and they loved literally every second of it. Your child can get super cool hands-on science and art projects delivered to their door every month. What kid doesn't love to get mail? You'll be surprised at how quality the materials are too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. There are different crates for kids of all ages, so there's something for every kid on your list. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month on select crates at kiwico.com evolve. That's kiwico.com evolve. All right, listen, um, you know who else I would like to rescue? Let me go on and get this out of the way since y'all already in the comments talking about it. Let me tell y'all something. Lovey posted something that I really enjoyed. It's a full post, but I'm going to just read the first couple of sentences and, you know, I'm going to read the first sentence. It says, no woman is to blame for Kanye's behavior, not even Kim. Okay. I know that y'all didn't like that when I said it, but let me tell you something. I agreed with it because whenever we see this, we start saying things like, oh, it's Donda or, you know, his mom is gone or Kim is gone. And I think that that makes us believe that we have enough power within ourselves as women to change men. Hmm. Mm-hmm. that if we were woman enough in either a parental role or as a relationship, then maybe we could change someone's behavior. <laughs> Sandra says we about to rescue Sarah from that Ayala impression. It was good. And you know, it was good. I don't, I reject that. I reject that. Um, I, you know, I don't know what's happening. I do know that we need, prayer still works and God knows when we don't know. But I do think this idea of if he had the right woman and that wouldn't happen, I do think low key, low key, that puts us in a position where we feel like we could be woman enough to change a man. And that's why we be thinking if we were the right woman in a certain relationship, all we have to do is this and all we have to do is that and somebody would get their life together. And I do think, I never thought about it this way when I saw, until I saw Lovey's post and then I saw Lovey's post and I said to myself, self, I think she's talking right. What say ye, delegation? What say ye? Michelle says, I tried to change my husband and God pointed out all my flaws. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we were like, you know what? If he had the right woman, if we had the right woman and this one be happening, Roland Brown says some women don't believe in saying they apologize. Uh, we know we working on it. Roland, Roland, you a man at the delegation meeting. So you got to just sit back here and let us, you, we speak our truth and you got to just shake your head and nod your head because this is the women's meeting right here. You have to call us back. Uh Dolce Maria said, what happened to Kanye? Sis, Google everything. Okay. Um, 
How about that? Alyssa says, only yes, lovey. So Clark says, so can we rescue this narrative that if there was a different woman, that things would be different in his life right now? Dear says, who was lovey? Lovey is a writer, an author, uh, a media personality who owns her own uh, social media company. I think it's called Love Nation. You guys should check her out. She does things. She's not for the faint of heart. She says bad words. But you guys are okay or not okay. Wherever you fall on that, you just got to know what you got to know. Okay, Letitia says, Kanye Cornbread just not done all the way. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the cornbread's not done? Is that is that a new thing we're saying? Just tell me the cornbread is not done all all the way. That's all it is. You know what happens when the cornbread is not done all the way? It's all firm on the outside, but on the inside, it starts sinking in a little bit. Sunken. Okay. Milandra says, I am so focused on fixing me, not my husband. Oh, then it, I am a handful myself. I might make a monster. Okay. Because if I mess around, this is what's going to happen if you start trying to change folks. You, By the time you change them, all you did was change them to meet your crazy. And you didn't even fix yours. Nia says he needs his meds adjusted if he's... Oh, uh, the comments on Facebook, they did something new with Facebook. Not a fan. Not a fan. When you guys finish calling own, can you also call Facebook? Because the comments, they scroll and I can't see them and I don't know what to do. Someone says, I agree with Lovey's post. Alexis says, you know Kanye said Get Out was about him. He did say that. I saw that on the Twitter. I saw that on the Twitter. Um, so can we, okay, last, last question. Can we, or can we not rescue the narrative that a woman should be able to be powerful enough or convincing enough or persuasive enough to keep a man acting right? Hmm. Kamesies don't know what that means, but it's funny. I don't know what it means either, but I liked it as well. Uh, okay. Ayana says, nope. I'm a soldier says, nope. Makiba says, we can. Tamika says, yes, I rescue. Chloe says, rescue. So, Brisha says, it's not a woman's job, it's God's job. V. Nicole says, rescue the narrative. You see how I'm trying to do this? I'm trying not to rescue folks because y'all already said no before you got on here. What I'm trying to do is rescue words and rescue narratives because y'all don't know how to act, okay? Ashley says, yes, rescue it. He needs to heal. Tina says, we only have control over ourselves. That is the God honest truth. I really do think, just hear me out. Just hear me out and y'all can call me back about it later. Slide into my DMs and let me know. Just hear me out. This is all I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. It is possible that we could be putting too much pressure on women to make them think that they could fix a mental illness, a, an episode, infidelity, molestation, childhood issues that all spring up. And then we say like, well, if he had the right woman, that wouldn't be happening. Like, are we sure? How about that? I think we should take it back. It's too much pressure. Crystal says, nope, he has to work out his own soul salvation. I'm there to support. I can't rescue me. I'm, let me tell you how I got water in my lungs trying to pick up. I'm heavy. 
Okay, I'm heavy. I'm trying to get myself together, get my mind right to keep my eyes stayed on Jesus. And I can't be rescuing everybody. And, you know, everybody got to come together and do this together. My sister says she's love. I love that cornbread ain't done. Okay, so Sandra says rescue Kim. She has to deal with the mental illness. I'm a soldier says we don't know what Kim's going through behind. We sure don't. Sharon says I agree with Sarah. Avery says God already rescued us. We can't rescue nobody. Okay, Courtney says some plant, some water. Only God can. And bring the increase sweep through with the word sweep through with the word okay um i got two more things i'm gonna run through them real fast they was too good to pass up i couldn't pass them up um one of them is probably me just being glad that i wasn't the only one struggling can i tell you okay so this i'm gonna do this one first hillary duff um, j- did an article with People magazine and it says Hillary Duff would let son Luca make the choice on distance versus in-person school. So, you know, there's this big debate whether or not we'll be in-person schooling in the fall or if we will end up in so online school. And she said she's going to let her eight-year-old make the decision. Could you all imagine your children being that free? A lot of people couldn't. So they said that, that that an eight-year-old can't make that type of decision. But could you all imagine being that level of free? Where you, where you were able to just let your eight-year-old make the decision on whether or not they was going to school with that, with this. Hannah, what did you say? Zara says, is it true vice versa with the role switch in the narrative? Oh, she's all back on my narrative. Jocelyn says, no, not my eight-year-old. Do you know what you know at eight? Not a whole lot in my house. (laughs) In my house at eight, you don't know anything. And the idea of y'all will be making decisions and stuff, that's hard. That's a big old pill for me to swallow. But I, you know what? Tanya says, my son eight, he still... He still sent wipe his butt. It's a no for me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Kira says, sis, that child needs to be a child not making decisions. I don't know if you can make pandemic decisions. You can decide if you want a four count or a six count chicken nugget. But I don't know if we are going to be able to let you make pandemic decisions, okay? Simply says, my eight-year-old can't even decide what he wants for breakfast half the time. So there's a no. Yeah, you know, but a part of me, can I just say, there is a part of me. Is there anything in you all? Is there ever a part of you that is like, I wonder what it would be like to let my children have that level of freedom? Never. I wonder sometimes I try to put myself in those shoes. I just I can't imagine it, though. I can't imagine it, you know, because Corona. Let me tell you all something. Coronavirus is real. You know, it ain't for the play play. And your little eight year old might beat it. But whoever is exposed in the process may not. And I don't want to be responsible for that. Okay. Jasmine said, no, my house would be on fire if I let my children. Come on now. Tracy says, so I don't know. 
I don't know about that one. So that was one of them. I know y'all ain't going to rescue that because I just know you and I know your works. But I, I will say that I, I imagine what it would be like to, to give my eight-year-old that level of freedom. And you know what? They may turn out to be great adults with that level of freedom, but I don't know exactly if, not at a pandemic. Like I said, I'll let you make nuggets decisions. I'll let you decide which baby doll you want to sleep with when you go to bed. I'll let you decide if you want milk or juice for water. You're going to have all kinds of independence in my house. You're going to have independent, you're going to have dependent independence. Do you know what dependent independence is? Dependent independence is when I found my taxes and you are a dependent. So you have to live within the independence of being a dependent in my household. But when you are independent, independent, you can make all of your decisions. When you are like single independent or like head of household independent, child, you do all the decision making you want to make. But when you in my house, you got dependent independence and it ain't nothing wrong with dependence independence. Dependence independence helped me on my taxes. I'm not even hating on dependent independence. But until then, that's it. Okay, Sheila says, LMBO, child, what? Dependent independence. Write it down. It feels like there's some oil on there. Jocelyn says, I will let you have a vote, not the final say. A vote? You may also vote. You will also vote as long as you know that I have executive decision powers. I, I failed government, so I'm not sure what vetoes. What is it when you veto the vote? I have exact whatever that is. That's what I got. <laughs> okay. How about that? Giselle says, absolutely. I'm not letting my college senior make the make the decision about moving back on campus. No, because you know what's happening when campus is closed? You're coming right back over here. And dependent independence means that you just until you until you when you independent, independent. That's it. Okay. Uh so that was that story. One more story, then I'm gonna move on to Hail Mary. And uh can I just say there's something tragic happening in the vegan community. And I consider myself an ally to vegans. Um, I am not a vegan, but I feel like they should be able to be vegan without judgment. I've tried some vegan recipes as a sign of my um, allyship. I enjoyed them. I think they're amazing. Uh, I, I love them a lot. <sighs> But there is some tragic happening in the vegan community. The, there are some influencers who are a part of the vegan community who started off vegan but have now gone viral because they eat meat now. Um, there's someone, she was Ravana until a video of her eating fish went viral. And, uh, and as a result, people are calling her a fraud. I would like to rescue the vegans. As an ally to the vegan community, I would like to say this. You got to eat for your blood type, you know, and sometimes your blood type is raw vegetables. I've been there. I've seen that happen. And then there are other moments when your blood type is cheeseburger, cheese and burger, and not that black bean burger that y'all smushed together. Um, but I do think that people should have the opportunity to change their mind. I just, I just feel like people should be able to change their mind. Can we rescue the vegans who have started eating meat again? <laughs> Can we rescue them? You know what I mean? 
they started off and they built brands and all of that stuff telling people how they should be vegan because I feel a word is marinating. It's not there yet, but I'm going to give it to you the way I see it. Okay. You, they believe something in a season of their life that was working for them. And then as the season shifted, they shifted and that no longer worked for them. And I just want us to be able to be free enough. Let me tell you why this is important to me is because if they can be vegan and then decide to eat meat, then I can be, I can eat meat and then decide to be vegan and it will be fine. Can we let people have freedom over what they put in their own mouth? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever met somebody who's just now trying to be vegan? You're careful. You're what you're listening right now. You're listening right now. When you first decided to be vegan, you know what? You didn't make no big old announcements. You know why? Because y'all be trying to hold vegans to this level. Ooh, ooh, watching what you put in their mouth. While you sit up and eat your cheeseburger, you watching what they put in their mouth. And what I'm saying is this. If we could just give people freedom to just do what they need to do from season to season. Erica Barr says, yes, I love nice vegans like Tabitha Brown. Tabitha Brown is the goat. Brisha Carr says, I'm about to head in the vegan direction. You see how she said it, though? She said, I'm about to head in the vegan direction. She didn't say she's about to be vegan because y'all judge folks. Somebody says, I'm an occasional vegan. Exactly. I want to rescue these vegans. Mariah says, are they still making videos? They're still making videos, but I think they have expanded the repertoire a little bit since they got... uh, uh, called eating some of the meat. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I want freedom to eat what I want to eat. And so I have to give people the same grace I want to receive. How about that? Letitia says I'm more seasonal vegan. First of all, I want y'all to know that these little things, these little adjectives you put on top of the vegan, it's, you know what? It's fine. Call it what you want to. Hunter says, let's rescue vegan season. Destiny says, this is a word, sis. Renee says, sometimes I do keto, sometimes I don't. It happens. It happens. And I feel like it's a whole article about how they built these brands on being vegan and now they eat meat. I was who I was when I was and now I'm not who I was then. Okay, how about that? Somebody says, okay, but stop saying you're a vegan. All right, all right, but what can I call myself? Can I just say I eat food? Oh, Kiki says I mix with vegan and I am now deceased. I am doing this podcast from the grave. I am mixed with vegan. Somebody's mixed with Puerto Rican. Somebody's mixed with Irish. Somebody is mixed with Indian. But me, I'm mixed with vegan. I like it. I, I eat food. I eat food. What kind of food? I don't know from day to day. I wake up and I let the Lord surprise me. He gives me daily bread. He doesn't tell me what I'm going to be each day. Okay, he gives me daily bread. All right. Okay. Tamara says rescue the vegan plus the meat folks. Listen, this is rescue Eve. This is rescue Eve. Okay, we've rescued the word entanglement. We've rescued the narrative about women being able to save men from stuff because it's raggedy. Uh, We did not rescue the eight-year-old making decisions because I guess that's too much for us right now. I guess that's too much. But we are rescuing vegans. We're rescuing vegans, okay? We're rescuing vegans because we need to be rescued from time to time, okay? My sister's here. My sister says, give people the freedom to eat what they want, and I could not agree more, okay? So listen, I didn't, re- I, I know I was supposed to rescue Megan and it was just so much going on in the news today. Y'all rescue everybody who need to be rescued and let's move on to Hail Mary. Hail Mary, Hail Mary. 
is when we take some time and we just acknowledge folks who out here doing the thing. Okay. Rasheed says Eve was a vegan. She was. She was. I'm mixed with vegan. I'm thinking about changing my my bio. Okay. As folks are adapting to this changing world, we are all going to be buying more and more stuff online than ever before. If you are an e-commerce seller, you have to be willing to ask yourself, are you ready for the demands of this new delivery culture? You can get ready with ShipStation. I know you're thinking to yourself, there are so many options to choose from. Why ShipStation? Well, when you're selling online, getting a lot of orders out fast can be tough. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be able to manage your orders, print out labels, and getting your product to happy customers. ShipStation makes it easy. ShipStation is what we use at the Woman Evolved store, and it changed the way that we are able to service our customers. If there's ever an issue with delivery, we can track it down immediately. ShipStation allows us to process returns and send labels out so smoothly. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, Woman Evolved with Sarah Jakes Roberts listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code EVOLVE. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in EVOLVE. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter offer code EVOLVE. So how about this? Um... Hail Mary, Hail Mary, we take a minute and acknowledge people who are doing the thing. What thing are they doing remains to be determined, okay, but they are doing something. I want to start with this gentleman from North Carolina. He's a firefighter. And, you know, when it's a fellow, we say Hail Joseph. You know, I'm going to say Hail Joseph to this firefighter who broke a Guinness World Record when he completed 5,297 burpees in 12 hours. I don't even have to explain why we would be rest, why we would be acknowledging the greatness connected with someone doing 5297 burpees in 12 hours. I want y'all to do 12 burpees in 1 minute. 12 burpees, 5297 burpees in 12 hours. What? Somebody said, "But why though? He broke the record." Um he wanted to break the record, I guess. He wanted to break. See, we don't want to break the record. We don't want to break the record bad enough. <laughs> you know why? Because, and see, and this is why you got to know where you're called to. You got to know where you're called to. You know, there was something in him that was passionate about breaking this record. And so he went through whatever was necessary to break the record. But you know what? I don't even care. I don't even care about the record. 
You know what I mean? And that's why you got to be in your lane. Because if I said I'm going to be in competition with everyone who breaks a record and then that person does 5,297 burpees, I would be delivered from comparison right in those moments. Because I wouldn't. When I say I'll probably never, I know you should never say never, but let me tell you something. And y'all can save this and y'all can play it for me if I ever do accomplish it and say, remember when you said you would never... I would never do 5,297 burpees in 12 hours for any reason. There's not a reason on this earth I can think of. Mm. Mm Mm-mm. Never. Never. I won't do a tenth. I can't tithe on these burpees. (laughs) I couldn't even tithe on 5,297 burpees. No, sir. No, sir. Corona's done a lot of things, but she hasn't taken me there yet. Now, if the time comes, y'all can play this back and you can say, wow, sis, remember when you said you would never look at what God has done. But let me tell you, right for right now, this is where I'm staying. I'd never do it. So he gets to hell, Joseph, because I don't ever see it happening in my future. Let's see. Yeah, they said, hell, Joseph. Soon he said, I died hearing the number. I did. I I couldn't even imagine. T says, all hell, Sir Joseph. Serenthia says, me neither, sis. Me neither. It won't happen. Tamika says, give him two. He gets two of them. Monica says, I'm still hurting from trying to do five and 40 seconds in the gym. You know how, let me tell you about burpees too. Then I'm going to move on. I missed y'all. I'm talking a lot. Y'all don't have time for this. I know this. Okay. Let me tell you. When I start off doing burpees, I start off doing them like I'm in the Olympics. I do it with fervor. I do it with strength. I start off like I really got it. By the time I hit, I'm going to say four, I start to remember that I am not an athlete. And I don't have anything to prove to anybody that I am already saved, blood washed, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And that these burpees don't define me. So I know for sure I'll never make it to 5,297. I also want to give a hell Mary to Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters is a goat. Maxine Waters, let me tell you something. The other day, she was driving, minding her business. She must be in the delegation. She went to assist a black man who was pulled over by police in Los Angeles this weekend. In a video shared online, Miss Waters parked her SUV and said she intervened to see what officers were doing when they pulled a black man over. The black Democrat told the person videoing that they stopped the brother, so I stopped to see what the what they were doing. She added that police had threatened her with a ticket and said, they say I'm in the wrong place. They're going to give me a ticket, but that's okay. As long as I watch them, you better be down for the calls. Kiki, Kiki key says, I saw that auntie jumped out. Like what's up? She jumped. It wasn't no security in the video. It wasn't no, she just, she just jumped on out the car. Like what is it? And who wanted with a boss? And I loved it. Adrian says, auntie Maxine is dope. I totally agree. Let's see. Mandronica, she's at hell. Joseph, hell. Joseph to the to the man with them push-ups, um, burpees. Kira says she is about that life. Sis got a ticket and kept watching. That's what's happening. I love it. 
may not be able to do 5,279 burpees, but I tell you what I can do. I can learn a new skill and that's even easier because of Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You guys have heard me talk about Skillshare over and over again. Skillshare is the new way to learn something without having to go back to school. You know you've been on Instagram surfing and thinking to yourself, I wish I knew how to do this. I wish I knew how to do that. Or I wish I didn't have to go back to school to learn how to do this and that. Well, guess what? You may not have to go back to school. Skillshare offers thousands of classes for those who are looking to expand their skill set. Skillshare has classes for you. So whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has got you covered. You can do drawing, writing, and journaling classes, and that can be a great way to help manage stress, practice mindfulness, and feel connected to one another. If you're uncertain about what's next, a creative challenge or productivity class may offer a helpful structure for setting small goals and feeling a fulfilling sense of accomplishment. You can connect through creativity too. For those you can't see in person, creative projects are a meaningful way to say what you're feeling, give a gift you made yourself, or craft a personal message. There are some class recommendations that I have personally enjoyed and think that you may like as well. The Instagram-worthy photography helped me to produce pictures during the quarantine that still helped us maintain the quality at the store and also writing the truth how to start writing your memoir I've written a memoir but there was something about doing this exercise that really helped me so join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners get two free months not reduced not discounted free sis that's right Skillshare is offering Woman Evolve listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free to sign up go to skillshare.com slash evolve again go to skillshare.com slash evolve to start your two free months now that's skillshare.com slash evolve all right it's time for the advice section oh i put the questions for the advice thing on my cell phone and my cell phone is on the youtube that's all right lucifer i think icloud make them photos show up on all your devices hmm Hmm. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Is it on the computer? Oh no. Hold on. Oh my. Hold on, Holy Ghost. Oh. Oh, I had them and then I didn't have them. Oh, hold on. Let it come through, Jesus. It's updating. Oh my. Well, who somebody send me it, but somebody said, you sound like Cora. She is my sister. <laughs> so, <laughs> so every now and then that does just spring about me. Well, y'all just send me an advice question. What's y'all? Hey, I had just so y'all know, I'm a professional. Okay. I went and screenshot my advice questions. I saved them in my phone. The internet and the audio and the devil got together, had a baby called technical difficulties. And so I had to overpass what they was doing and I had to use my phone. And now I don't have my questions that prove that I'm a professional. But I want you to know a professional I am. I just can't prove it right now. Can someone, what y'all want to know? Y'all send me a question on the chat room. Somebody said, shout out to John Lewis. John Lewis is, yes, absolutely. <sighs> to the goat. Um, 
I mean, I could. I just don't know what's going to happen if I move. The you you got a question? Oh, somebody got a question. Oh, somebody got a question. Let me tell you how y'all doing. When the podcast air, we just gonna cut all this dead out, dead air out. Someone says advice to someone going to a new school. I've been in Christian schools or homeschooled my whole life, and now I'm going to a very diverse school. You know what? That can be really challenging being in a new environment. My thoughts would be that you should be intentional about yourself. I think that you should go into that school with an understanding of who you are. And so I think that takes a lot of self-work and a lot of self-examination. So like, what are your core values as a believer? Where are your limits? Where are your boundaries? Because a lot of times we go into new environments and we're just open to whatever that new environment brings out of us. And while that can be good, I think that there are some things that we have to insist aren't going to happen when we go into a new environment. I'm not going to shrink. I'm not going to lower my standards. I'm not going to become someone I'm not in order so that I can fit in. So that would be my suggestion to you is to do whatever you can to make sure that you maintain the integrity of who you are when in a new environment. And that's school or whatever. Tiana says, sis, how did you celebrate your birthday? The husband. I did absolutely nothing all day Friday, like nothing. And, um... I took a nap, which was great. We had dinner as a family. I spent a lot of good time with the children. And then Saturday, my husband took me on a little getaway, okay? I'm just now getting back from my getaway early this morning. But I still came here ready to be a professional, but I can't. What's the matter? She doing stuff on the thing. You texted to me? Oh, okay. Okay, so I have questions. Podcast questions. Oh, I can't see. Y'all need to get my eyes checked, but I can't go to the doctor because I don't know. Have y'all been to the doctor since Corona been here? What was that like? Is that okay? I need to get my eyes checked. Let me see. Okay. So one of the questions says, I have had a friendship with someone for 30 years. We go back to middle school. We were college roommates. She sang at my wedding 19 years ago. What you would have with any other friend? This friend of mine is a well-known gospel artist and I've supported her as much as possible. I feel like she is pulled away from me and I don't know why. Honestly, it makes me feel like the scripture when it talks about a respect of person because now all of the heavy gospel artists and R&B artists seem to be where her attention is. I need to know how to deal with this. You know, this is what I say to that. So what you're experiencing is that a person has shifted into a new environment, a new um, career, or the career has taken off in a way that maybe they didn't anticipate. And when that happens, it can be really earth shattering and intoxicating, right? You don't really understand who you are. You don't understand the politics of where you are and you can begin to lose yourself. I think that I couldn't relate to this even as like I began speaking and like trying to figure out who I am now in the context of this new world, even me moving out to Los Angeles. The most challenging thing that you can do is to like give her space to figure out who she is now. 
Now, what's challenging about that is that it also means that you have to grieve your friendship as you knew it. And in a way, I think that's actually good because if God's going to restore this friendship and he's going to bring it into something that's even more beautiful than what you've had over the years, then you have to be willing to let go of what was. That's one of the hardest things about friendships in general, is that there comes this point in which you have to say, okay, that worked when we were in high school. That worked when we were in college. But now that we're married or now that you are in your career, now that you're raising children, our dynamic has changed a bit. And so how are you making space for that to change? And I think it starts by grieving what was. So I can certainly understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. And I think that as challenging as it is, that you should give it space. And as you give it space, that person may reach out and they may end up asking yourself like, hey, or asking you rather like, hey, what happened? I haven't heard from you. And you can say like things started feeling a little awkward between us, but I didn't want to put pressure on you. So I just kind of did what I needed to do to take care of myself and see if there's space or room for you guys to to pick up where you left off. You know, someone asked the question, oh, this is it. Michelle A says, comparing you and your sister, me and my sister was never close. She was the light and pretty one. I was the dark one. There were always comparisons. It got in the way of us any advice. So this is really interesting because this happened, uh, this happened to be one of the questions that I had screenshot. I posted for my sister's birthday about how no one talks about how hard it is to just be a sister, right? Everyone makes it seem like being a sister just means like, oh, I got a built-in best friend. And while that is true in some cases, there are other scenarios where there is friction in the sisterhood. Like my sister and I talk all the time about like how we used to fight and, you know, she may or may not have come at me with a butcher knife. It was all, it wasn't fun, but you know, we were fighting, but it's fine. Everything's fine now. I think I threw an alarm clock at her. You know, it was fine. If you don't have a sibling, that probably sounds crazy, but you know, sometimes life just be like, who wanted, who wanted and leave me alone. Okay. And what I have learned though, is that like, as we have grown older, it has taken intentional transparency and vulnerability in order for us to have the relationship that we have now. And that's one of the things that is really hard in a sisterhood, especially if you already have some wounds that haven't been dealt with. So there's a few things I want to say as it relates to sisterhood. I think the first thing you have to know is like not every relationship is going to be like that best friend relationship. And if that is the standard that you keep in mind, you may always find yourself disappointed. My suggestion would be that you come to a place where you allow God to reveal what your relationship with your sister is supposed to look like and that you would have peace about that. You see, the thing is that when we end up thinking that it has to be one way, anything that happens that doesn't meet that standard ends up disappointing us. But when we come to a place where we say to ourselves, you know what, God, I just want it to be real. I want it to be authentic and I want it to be us. Then you get to like kind of categorize your relationship properly. And so uh, sisterhood does take work. It takes vulnerability. It takes understanding. It takes forgiveness. It takes a lot of work that honestly, sometimes you don't really want to give. But when given, when both parties give it, right? Because you need two people to give it. It can't just be one person. When both parties give it, you're able to really have a fruitful, more rewarding relationship. 
And until that happens, I think we just have to come to a place where we are comfortable with whatever that relationship is. Maybe it's distant. Maybe we don't talk at all because we're not good for one another's mental health, right? Whatever that is, you got to be okay with what your relationship is and don't compare it to what maybe you hoped it would be or maybe what you've seen depicted on television or on social media. I want you to know that even the most beautiful relationships take a lot of work. My sister and I, I feel like we have a really good relationship. I think she would agree as well, but it has taken work and it has taken understanding and intentional, intentional vulnerability. And um, I don't know, it continues to be a <laughs> one of the most rewarding and fulfilling relationships that I have. And I love my kids loving on my sister just as much as I do. So that's it. Everything's fine. Okay. Let's see. What else do you guys have for me? I'm going to take one more question. Then I'm going to hit y'all with my snack. And then I'm going to go cook dinner. Okay. Because I was late getting on the podcast, which means I'm late cooking dinner. And they will fire me around here if my dinner's not on time. Mainly Ella. Ella is the one who will fire me. But that's okay. So let's see. Deborah says, my sister slept with my boyfriend. But now I forget both of them. My relationship is getting better now. And that's work. That's work. Because that sentence you hit us with, what is boop, boop, is a one-two punch right there. Sister and boyfriend, that's a one-two punch, you know? But but you, you've come to a place where you're able to forgive. Maybe you have insight and perspective that we don't have, but that just goes to show you it takes work. Okay, so let's see if there's any more. All of my questions scrolled up to the top. Let's see, let's see. If I can find them, okay. No, I don't see it. Okay, Jackie Yates says, listen, me and my sister didn't become friends till our 20s. We stayed beefing in our younger years. We clutch now, though. That's how I feel like me and Core were. Like, we beefed throughout. Core did not think I was saved for the longest. Like, I would wake up and Core would be praying violent prayers over my head while I was sleeping. Like, like come out. Like, I mean, like, going forth over my head. And I would wake up like, you know what? I don't fool with you. <laughs> like, I straight up don't fool with you. But as we have gotten over, Older, we have been able to become more understanding of one another and that has been a blessing somebody said what's for dinner that'll be the last question i answer it's taco night around here um, i'm gonna make chicken tacos and steak tacos and some little box mexican rice and southwest salad how about that okay oh okay so i have a snack okay are you guys ready for my snack i'm gonna do the ads later next Next podcast, I'm going to be including the snack in the podcast. I mean, the ads in the podcast like I usually do. But the last part of this is a snack. And I'm really excited about it because it spoke to me. So like I mentioned, so my birthday was on Friday and my husband took me out to a little getaway. And to be honest, I was like a little bit stressed, right? Because we were only going to be able to get away for two days. And I was thinking to myself, I really feel like I need a full week of not doing anything at all. So much so that I was afraid that the two days wouldn't do what I needed it to do. And I'm so glad that he insisted on doing that, even though it was a short break, because it taught me a valuable lesson that I want to share with you on today's snack. Okay. A little bit goes a long way. We think in terms of big and great 
and huge and gigantic. So much so that when we have little opportunities, they don't seem that impactful. Like what will this little bit of something do compared to this great need that I have or this great divide that there is between where I am and what I want to do? But what I learned when we got this like just two days (laughs) of away is us being able to say, you know what? Like I needed this. I needed to be reminded of who I am from a place of rest. Okay. So maybe it's not rest for you. Maybe it's not like you need two days of rest. Although I will say in this season, we got to take what we can get. If it's 10 minutes of meditation in the closet or the bathroom, wherever you go, that your children leave you alone in the car by yourself, whatever that takes, do not underestimate the power of just having a little bit of time to yourself. Right. But maybe it's something else. Maybe you've got a bigger goal. Maybe it's a little bit of money you're saving. Maybe it's a little bit of changes that you're making to your diet. Maybe it's a little bit of vulnerability. You're not opening up fully, but you dropped a little comment that you would have never dropped before because you're working on being more open. Whatever that thing is, I want to encourage you to never underestimate the little. A little goes a long way and it will be little by little by little that we survive this season. I'm not going to lie to you. When this first happened, I thought that we were going to like come out of this pandemic. I'm not going to say overnight, but I didn't think that we would be looking at no end in sight. And so now every day I'm having to take a moment to adjust my expectations and to realize that this is going to take some type of process, some type of strength, some type of creativity that maybe I don't always feel like giving. But this is my truth and this is where I am. And so what little can I surrender or offer today that will allow me to have peace for tomorrow? Okay, so that's it. A little goes a long way. Never underestimate your little. You might actually need it to be more of who God has called you to be. I am so sorry about the technical difficulties we had today. We're going to be testing to see how my little cozy corner ends up working out for the podcast season. I, like most of you, are trying to keep from going out as much as possible. So I haven't been to my office. But if all else fails, I will mask up, glove up, sanitize up and go to the office so that we can have our girl time because it is that important to me. I love you guys so much. I love you for getting me, (laughs) for understanding me and for cherishing this time together. This is season seven of the Woman Evolve podcast. And to be honest, this is like one of my favorite things ever because it's my opportunity to connect with you on a real authentic level, but to also become better because we are together. Okay. I'm going to pray. You guys have a great night and I will see you next week. Father, thank you so much for allowing us to have the creativity to overcome the obstacles that almost kept us from being where we are right now. And I don't just mean this podcast. I mean, in life that we've had to be creative and we've had to pull some strings together and we've had to overcome a few things. But in order for us to be where we are right now, I have to say, Father, 
it was all worth it. And so, Father, I pray that you would continue to give us that same level of creativity for what lies ahead. We've got this incredible experience here on earth where we get to grow and become more and more like you. And so, Father, I ask that you would continue to open our minds to the possibilities that exist around us, that we would embrace them that we would own them and embody them with courage and confidence that the reason we are in it is because you've placed something in us that must be released. So help us to release it with no inhibitions. Thank you for each and every person listening right now. Bless their household, bless their finances, bless their creativity, bless their peace, bless their joy. Father, may your spirit flood their atmosphere and remind them that they are seen and that they are loved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you guys.